0: Brothers of Thunder podcast. Um, today we're going to be in Christly New Conference again, and um, we're going to do part two of Black Bolt, um, talking about controlling you know, our speech, and what we say, and how often we say things, and when we should say things. Um, uh, we're going to go further into the book of James. We're still going to stay in the book of James um, in chapter three, and we're going to be talking about taming the tongue. Now, I think this is very important because we have to think about how even God has created us with our bodies. It seems like the parts of our bodies that we really need to be mindful of controlling are the parts that have to close. Like, for example, we have to blink and close our eyes, but we also have to close our mouth. But not only do we have to close our mouths, the funny thing about it is like, you know what I'm saying? We have things that uh, protect our tongues from, you know, saying what they want to or doing what they want to or acting like they're a whole different uh Member of their own own body versus just being a part of the functioning body that God has given us. Like we have our teeth to uh, keep our teeth, tongue from moving around and doing what it wants. So we also have lips so we can close our mouths. It is like two gates to stop us from just saying random things that we want to say. Because again, um, with the example of the um, comic book character Black Bolt, we see that saying what we want to and uh, whenever we want to can cause damage or it can cause, you know what I'm saying, give life to people. And a lot of times the thing we focus on in church is like speaking in tongues, which is a beautiful thing. But at the same time, it's just like, we're supposed to be a living sacrifice, not just only giving uh, praise to God, because I wouldn't want to be with somebody or have a friend or, or wife that only said nice things to me. But when I ask, you know, ask if they can do something or, you know what I'm saying, do things that are honoring to me they did the opposite so it is spirit and in truth not just doing what we we can give up praise and just move on so it's just like controlling our tongues is just as important um of what we say and we see here in james teaches us a lot about the responsibility of wanting to be a teacher and, and and speak all the time and how um how important that is but also how weary you must be to be somebody that wants to teach. So it's just like we have to look at this with with our eyes and actually see how important our words are because again, we're in a society nowadays where everybody has something to say. Um, it's even positions now like, you know what I'm saying, we have everybody on social media, even including uh, in that social media space. It's, it's very weird because now we have to navigate the fact you have kids and grandmas talking at the same time. So you're getting a little bit of everything and everybody what they're doing is the most important and everything that everybody says is most important or like if I listen to something on the radio everybody should know that I'm listening to it and everybody should be listening to it as well so we hear so many things and those things aren't bad like you know what I'm saying you hear your favorite song like you know before social media came what you would do you would get you a nice little box in the back of your car and blast your music so everybody can hear you but nowadays we have this thing where every time we have something to say or we feel something, we have access to it. And it's like, in an instant, we, we put something out there that everybody can either see or hear, and we want. And after a while, after we get a chance to sit there and actually think about it, we wanna take it back. And the Bible teaches us that we don't have to always be in that situation, and everybody's gonna get diarrhea in their mouth at times. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we have to really be careful um, over those times where we just say what we think and just keep it moving because again a lot of those things without context people won't understand you and they'll judge you and put you in a, in a box and they'll martyr you socially for the things that you said even though you may not have meant it that way or you know what I'm saying you're going to say something that you're going to hurt somebody that you really didn't mean to and it's, or you know because you're mad and that's why last week we were quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger Because if you speak out of anger, you'll say something you can't get back. Um, Talk about, you know, when you're arguing with your spouse, like, you know how it is, like, because you're so close, you can hurt that person. And that person really, you know, that person's um, best qualities and worst qualities, especially after spending an extended amount of years together. Me and my wife have been together um, as far as uh, married for 10 years, but we've been together and known each other for 12 years. And so it's just like i know things about her that i can make her cry by saying and she knows things about me to have me in here crying like i just watched bambi for the first time when i was a little kid and i cried a long time in that movie theater when they killed bambi's mom i was like oh snap but uh you know I, I don't know why disney wants to hurt children like that they're still doing it to this day they'll kill people matter of fact you know what i'm saying think about it we all going to see Endgame game pretty soon when it comes out uh what we thought about last year with Infinity War when we saw it man they killed a lot Disney killed a lot of people in their movies for being children's movies and stuff but anyway we're going to go ahead and go into verse 1 so verse 1 is talking about uh, talking about in verse 1 about how James warns us about um, you know being so eager to become teachers because a lot of times we see the, the greatness, like, yeah, people listen to me. You can get a, the applause for it. Or you know, or maybe you can have a genuine um, reason why you want to teach. Like you just want to uh, help people become better or, or grow in knowledge and wisdom and stuff like that. But a lot of times um, people don't think about the fact that, you know, being a teacher, you don't have to, you not only have to just know information you have to live the information because it's very hard to see somebody like that wants to teach or preach and they don't live what they're saying because again it's hard for you even when you watch a commercial if you found out one of the people one of the actors we know that not all um, using the products in the commercials like they are showing they are um, while they're acting and so it's just like you know but to see them say oh I'm up here using this type of dish soap but in the commercial but I would never use that at home for my own kids I just did this for a paycheck it kind of takes their uh, testimony of okay this is a good product same thing um, when you see somebody teaching or preaching like they're not actually either start nobody's perfect first of all we're not talking about um, being perfect but like you know but you know when somebody is saying go left Going right, if they're going in that direction or not, you can tell somebody's really striving after God, and they stumble, versus like I wasn't. I'm trying to run away from God, and I trip. It's two different things, and so it's just like you know having that uh, authority to teach, and uh, is a very uh, has a lot of weight to it because you know think about it, if you're a youth teacher or you're a preacher or you're you know a Bible study leader or you know any type of choir director or anything like that that people are looking up to you to see what to do next. And they follow your lead and it's a lot of times you can have talent, but leadership, you see that with a lot of football teams and basketball teams is, or even baseball, you know, teams and stuff like that. Like as soon as somebody has a losing season, one of the first people they get rid of is the coach. And his coaching staff. The people that are associated with him. Then after that the next leader will be what? The quarterback so it's just like you know they start getting rid of leaders first so it's just like you know having that responsibility you have to be in the word and so you know what to say because again you can tell when somebody is saturated and what they you know you're saturated in what you spend time doing like you're just like a sponge like whatever you soak up when you get squeezed that's what's gonna come out. and so you know when you're uh, you're teaching the word of god you have to be very careful because people are going to judge you as soon as you do something that doesn't line up to in their mind what it, it uh is associated with teaching and preaching the word of god they're going to try to call you out on it so it's just like even though yeah you shouldn't be serving people to the point where you know they have to you know have to live up to their standards a lot of times those things you know it, it can mess your testimony up by not living that way like you know yeah the bible doesn't say you're not allowed to drink but is it really profitable for me to drink um i'm not saying that like you know judging people for drinking and stuff like that The bible says don't get drunk and uh, exhibit self-control but at the same you know but is it really worth it like you know and it might sound like oh yeah you're being holy than that. not really because you nobody says that about lebron james when he's stricken his diet throughout the, the basketball season and then he really um takes their social media, and, uh, you know, practices and just get rid of them, you know what I'm saying, during the playoffs. So it's just like, you know, when you're, like how we see Paul say, when you're running for, towards a goal, what you don't really need that's going to slow you down, you take it off. And, and, you know, for me personally, drinking is one of those things. And so it's just like, because again, like, it's just like with a joke. Like, you have to explain it, it ain't funny. If you have... You know what I'm saying if you have to explain what you're doing and are you really living holy like you know what I'm saying, like you shouldn't have to explain what's going on like you know this is not a, a feature-length movie like I should not have to explain to you and you have to keep telling people oh, this is why I do this like you know when you're you, when you're called and you're set apart or sanctified or holy like you know how we always throw those terms around when you're set apart you know what I'm saying you have to do things differently when you're a teacher or you're 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 associated with the word of God you're not the Word of God but you're associated with it or people look for you to find answers like they don't know what to do like you know what I'm saying um when it comes to things of, of learning about the word because again we, you know it's are just a functional part we're not the the function in itself like you know what I'm saying it's just you know, you have to really be careful. And James warns about that because the people always aspire to have those showy gifts. I want to be in front of people so everybody looks at me, but that's not the thing that you want to do. So that's the first thing he warns you against. Because again, like, I I think um, nowadays because uh, our society is a little bit more sensitive than it has been in the past. Well, I can't really say that because I'm only 38, but like nobody really doesn't want to, hear the bad side about things if you say it's like you know if you bring weight not just saying oh yeah go ahead do it go ahead try out to be an nba or go ahead try out for that new job versus like okay did you think about this like it's not hating on somebody trying to make sure they're safe and they don't get blindsided like you know what i'm saying it's it's the it's the it's like the metaphor for the booger in your nose type thing like am i mean because i told you you had a booger in your nose or should i just let you keep walking around with it in your nose so it's just like you you know He's already warning, okay, if you're not really about this life, then don't try to be a part of this life. Like, you know, step back. If you're not really to to take this job with everything that comes with it, then you might want to think about doing something else. So we're moving on to verse 2. Now, James talks about, like, a stumbling in many ways. Like, everybody stumbles in different ways. But he says, if we can control what we said, we will be almost perfect. And we talking about blackballed again, like, you know what I'm saying? This dude can control what he says. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, he's he's able to keep himself his mouth closed because he, one, understands the danger of, if he does say something, what will happen, right? And so it's just like controlling, like, we would be perfect. And, you know, he's saying, like, if we can say, like, you know, if we always say the right thing, like, I know that, you know, a lot of times, even with his podcast, you know, you don't know how many times I stop and edit and take back stuff I said. Uh... Mm-hmm. You know, if I could control my tongue, man, I'd be one bad dude, I tell you that much. Like, if I could do what Black ball does, um, minus the incest thing, because I found out, like, you know what I'm saying, him and his wife Medusa are actually cousins, which is weird. But anyway, um, and it's not right, but it's, um, but able to control our tongues is a big thing. Because it's like, we feel like, again, like, we have that soapbox and that access to say what we have to say. Because, like, you know what I'm saying, in society, a lot of times people were oppressed and, you know what I'm saying, segregated, and we, you know, a lot of people didn't have a voice. Not everybody has a voice, but some people need to just be quiet. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, we type anything that we want to. We say what we want to. We record everything. Everybody's blogging. Everybody's saying something, and nobody's listening to anybody because everybody has something to say. It's like seven million preachers, you know what I'm saying, but... The thing is is like that's why he started off telling us to listen first like you know what I'm saying because you know we need more people to listen and then say what the Lord says versus just like oh I'm going to tell you what you need and so it's just like if you know we say things like there's so many sins that we commit most of them come from our tongue like you know what I'm saying conversation like you know because we don't really understand that the uh, words are so important and again like because God spoke the World into existence with what his speech, his tongue, and so it's just like you know, what I'm saying, Jesus said, like, you know, it's your, your tongue is like a sword, and so it's just like we oftentimes say things and don't realize, okay, a sword can defend, a sword can protect, and a sword can cut. And so it's just like you know what you're saying with the intent of your tongue, and your tongue is just wild, it's a muscle, and it's just like it's the sad thing about it. It, it it'd be funny if that's the you know a lot of times that's the strongest muscle in our body because we don't let it we can't control it and we use it the most so it's just like if, if we could control our tongues and our speech we would be perfect so going down to verse three right like james is giving an example like if we put a, a a bit into a horse's mouth like the way we steer a horse when he's running we can control a whole animal like that think about how strong a horse is like we even have cars we judge them by what horsepower right Like, you think about how strong, like, you know, the tongue being putting something in a horse's mouth or having a a rudder on a ship, like, controls that humongous vessel, right? But that little teeny piece that flaps back and forth, like, you know what I'm saying? We can control a lot of things, and a lot of things that we pray for and we ask for, that our tongues is the reason why we're in those situations. Like, you know, most of the sins we commit come from our tongue, like trying to holler at a girl with what? Your tongue. We try to, you know, you gossip with your tongue. Like, we spread rumors and, and, and things like that. We, uh, we scheme with our tongue. Like, we say things with our language. And, you know, we, we start so much trouble with communicating with other people that, you know what I'm saying, if we could actually control those things, we actually could um, we could benefit a lot from that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if we don't think about the repercussions of what our words echoing past us. Like, we talked about Black ball. Saying things, they would destroy things, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, we don't, he thinks about his words before they come out because of the destructive nature of what will happen next. And a lot of times, we don't think about that. When we get angry, we say things, and you know, or we just, when we feel strongly about somebody and don't want to hear their side of it, like we treat them a certain type of way, like, especially as Christians, a lot of times, because people believe different things or, um, you know, their their choice of who they date and get married. Um, these things, you know, sin are not you know, they there may be sins, but like, you know what I'm saying, just because somebody sins my friend uh Ant, he always says that just because somebody, you know, sins differently than you doesn't make your sin any better or worse. And so it's just like we'll throw them away because we don't do that sin or we don't say those things. Like, you know what I'm saying? But our tongues, like we'll talk about it all the time and gossiping is like a big thing. Just because you don't know that person or their celebrity doesn't change the fact you ain't gossiping about them. And hey, you heard such and such today, what they did and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You heard what such and such did and, and, you know, I can't believe such and such did that. Like, it's gossiping. It's still the definition of gossiping whether you know that person or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're talking about somebody else's business. And if your conversation would change and that person was standing right there, like, that's definitely a big sign that you might do it. Some of y'all be like, yeah, I'll say it in their face, yeah so like you know they're still gossiping like you know what i'm saying you just or you slander people or we say things with malice like you know what i'm saying you could even make good morning sound bad like you know what i'm saying all because you you know you can't control your tongue and you know it's just like you know the uh the movies teach us uh a parable that we should always hold dear like silence is golden you know what i'm saying so it's just like we really gotta you know understand that like if we can control those things, like a horse, which again, I would never, I always think it's cool to ride a horse, but I really couldn't uh, see myself doing that. Like, first of all, it doesn't seem man comfortable, if that makes any sense, and I won't go any further with that. But at the same time, I just i just fall off of things very easily. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing. And then the boat thing, I haven't done that. I would like to go on a cruise, but at the same time, um, I'm still growing my bravery. It's still in the, uh, you know what I'm saying, it still needs a little bit more uh, sunlight and water. You get a little stronger for you to get on a boat. But these are the things that, you know what I'm saying, like these little things control these big things. Now think about like where our tongue takes us. You say this, this happens next. You know what I'm saying? You know, even little things, just like not even sinful ways, but think about it. You go to a restaurant, you speak to the waiter, you tell them your order, they graciously go get it the waiter conveys your order to somebody else the other person lets them know that it's ready the waiter comes back and then if you don't like it or you do like it you express yourself with you know with how you feel through your tongue like you, you know what I'm saying most of us that have the ability to speak don't usually write a note to that waiter waiter or waitress you know what I'm saying so it's just like you know what I'm saying we control so many things with our tongues so our tongues are literally controlling us but if, if we're not careful so, we really have to understand that, like, it's very easy for something small to control something very big. Yeah, and so, we skip down to verse 8, and it was, like, talking about how no human can control their tongue, right? And it's so funny because it's the truth. Like, nobody can control their tongue. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's impossible. Like, you actually need the Holy Spirit to control your tongue. You know what I'm saying? It it, 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 it you know, like how you said in the previous verses, it like sets, can set a forest ablaze. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like something so small. And so it's just like, um, our tongues are full of deadly poison and it's hard to tame our tongue. And so it's just like, you know, even when you think about when you go to sleep at night, like some of us talk in our sleep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, think about like your life in, in general. Like you like, oh man, Hey. I gotta tell you something, but don't tell nobody else. How are you gonna tell me not to tell nobody else when you can't even do it? Because you telling me what you weren't supposed to tell. Like, you know what I'm saying, it's hard, you know, uh, that's why you see so many in the mob movies, they put people in the ground, like, I always think, like, okay, they promised they were not wanna say anything, nobody cannot say anything. Like, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, oh, people can't keep secrets. Like, you're right, they can't keep secrets. Like, you know what I'm saying, people pass secrets, or like, you know, best believe if you told, somebody else gonna tell. Like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, like, you know, I don't know if y'all remember, like, in, in, in grade school back in the day, they used to make, um, what is it, make you play the telephone game. Like, people can't pass the information like it came to them. They'll say it the way they want to. Like, our tongue goes wild. Like, it's some kind, like, I would love to look, you know what I'm saying, at a, at a human anatomy to see the disconnect between the brain and the tongue because, if you know, your tongue goes down towards your stomach and your brain is towards the top of your head you know somehow or another there's no Bluetooth connection and the information gets lost a lot of times between your brain and your tongue and so it's just like and there's a big disconnect between your ears and your tongue and so it's just like so when you hear information and you regurgitate for some reason like something is missing so it's just like you know because again we put our spin on it that's why like eyewitnesses a lot of times are not a valuable witness in the court of law a lot of the time because like you know you keep asking somebody the same question over and over again they'll start spinning the story it went from oh man, somebody dropped their gun and the, a and bullet went off three blocks away, to after a while you tell that story ten years later you was right next to the gun and you had to duck the bullet, and you or you caught it with your teeth like you was Bruce Leroy on Last Dragon or something. Like the story changes after a while, it's because our tongue starts getting this mind of its own. Like this thing looks like um, gets eyes, you know, on top of it and act like his own entity. I don't know if y'all remember that cartoon Hammer Man back in the day, but your tongue start looking like that. But it's just like, man, like, you can't control your tongue. Like, even in your shoes, talking about them, like, you know, y'all know how it is. Sometimes your shoe be on your foot and, you, and, the, and the tongue of your shoe even slides around and does its own thing. Like, it don't even want to be where it's supposed to be. So it's just like, um, we can spit poison out a lot of the time when we talk. Or we can change the, what the truth actually is or, you know what I'm saying, we can hurt people with what we say. And instead of just, like, really letting our whole... Spirit that God has given us when we get saved be a part of the process of us speaking. We just say what we want to out of our flesh a lot of the time and try to justify it with spiritual things. Like, you know what I'm saying? That he needed to know the truth. But yeah, you know, God told us the truth too. But when Jesus came, he didn't come and throw it in your face. You're going to hell unless I do something. Like, he ain't throw it in your face like that. Like, he came out here with compassion and love and you know what I'm saying he was even feeding people like anybody to give away five thousand pieces of fish is a good person let alone they have to be close to God like what Jesus was a God so it it's, is God not a God but is God so it's just like you know you gotta understand like we have to speak with compassion and patience and not always give out that poison like talking about evil things like think about all the things you do like we said gossiping dirty jokes and cursing and, and stuff like that oh I didn't mean to say that yes you did like you know what I'm saying like, again, if somebody had never heard, you know, those special, uh, what did the guy all say on SpongeBob, those sentence enhancers, <laughs> uh, they couldn't say them because you don't know them. And so it's just like a lot of times we saturate ourselves, like you sit up here and we watch like a rated R movie where somebody keeps saying those words over and over and over again, and then you drop something in your foot, which you think you're going to say if you don't think about it before you say it? You're going to say one of those words because your brain is only going to do what you programmed it to do. Like, you, the information you have in your brain is from your experiences. And it's barring before you were an adult. It can make your own decisions on your own. Um, You know what I'm saying? As an adult, on a lot of those situations we put ourselves in. What we say, what we want, you know, stuff like that. So we choose what we're going to say next. Like, words just don't automatically start just coming out of your mouth. It's a process. But we like to go on autopilot with it. Like, what are we saying to the people around us? Like, what are we saying... Around, Like, you know what I'm saying? One thing that always makes me laugh, especially being a black man myself, is how, like, we say the N-word to each other, but we get mad when other people say it. If it's poison, it's poison. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because, you, oh, yeah, we were trying to redeem that word, that is a lie. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you can't redeem nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why Christ's name is the Redeemer. And I don't see nowhere in the world where that word is being redeemed anywhere. We keep using it in our music. We keep using it in our conversation. But at the same time, we don't want nobody else to say it. Are we supposed to be so offended? Like, I'm offended when anybody calls me the N-word because I'm not one, first of all. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, so if I should just be offended by what anybody says. I don't care if you're black. They don't give you a license to do anything because when you do things like that, you make people want to be attracted to things like that. So we see, like, towards the end of the chapter, I mean, the verse uh, 11 and 12 gives, like, these Ill- illustrations, like... One that, um, I was uh, thinking about the most is like, you know, having fresh water in a, in a dirty pond type thing. It's just like, you know, talks about us cursing and like us one minute blessing with our tongue and the next minute cursing and, and doing everything, but, um, speaking to other people, um, or just in general, like a child of God. Cause it's like, you know, when we talk to other people, we have to understand that, um, we're talking to other people that god cares about and created himself and so it's just like the way we speak to people like it it can a hurt that person but also it ruins our testimony and it's just like one minute we could be in church praising and singing the god and crying it's not falling out and you know we rolling on the floor and you know what i'm saying hugging and kissing on people and, and five minutes later if somebody ain't got what we want like we'll say what we want to like uh, I always laugh I mess with my wife all the time I said the good way to um, use uh, to, what is a Christian litmus paper is uh, when you talk to somebody in customer service or when you talk to somebody that when you're 100% in the right and that person is wrong how you talk to them like you know what I'm saying you really find out where you at spiritually And are not saying that oh this is like what well, you know what I'm saying you can really find out where you are spiritually because a lot of times well you know I can I can praise God but I, you know what I'm saying that doesn't mean I gotta kiss everybody but with my mouth I said Jesus found favor with God and man so it's not like you can just you know what I'm saying repent of your sins and do what you want to with your, your mouth and say what you want to, to anybody else there is a way you should, are supposed to talk and treat people when you are born again and so it's just like we can't sit up there and be like oh man like you know what I'm saying I can do this one minute and go back to the next like it's not really conducive to anything um as far as spiritual growth is concerned, um, and people are like, Oh man, I shouldn't have to do all that because uh, I said, You do that at your job, man, for real. Like, you go to work, they tell you not to cuss, you ain't cussing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You when talking to customers, you know, or you talking to children if you a teacher, you ain't cussing them out, or you ain't saying stuff sideways. And this, and again, believe me, there, there's some big curse words that we know that we shouldn't say that you scared your mama gonna slap you for saying, but. You can cuss at people without using those ones, the four-letter and the one-five-letter one, if you know what I'm saying. There's other ways to cuss at people, and there's other ways you can say things to them. And you know with a conversation whether or not it's something that is good or bad. Like, you know if you're talking to somebody that's not your spouse, the conversation you shouldn't be having. Like, you know the conversation that you shouldn't be having with people behind their back. Like, you know what I'm saying, it, it, you shouldn't, you know, people say, you know, don't say it behind their back if you don't want say it, you shouldn't say it to about a person in general. Like, you know what I'm saying, you talk to people with the same respect that you want to, them to talk to you with. Like, you know what I'm saying, that's just the, that's reasonable service. You know what I'm saying, you don't want people talking bad about you in that way. Like, I don't care if you they know it's you, you lying. Because it's like, you know what I'm saying, you want people to talk to you a certain type of way. You want respect and you want love just like everybody else. And everybody's not going to give that, but... That shouldn't mean you should go out and do what you want to. Again, going back to the N word thing, like just because you know I'm saying, somebody called us that for hundreds of years doesn't mean that's something that we should call each other now. Like you know what I'm saying we, like you know what I'm saying we say we grow and we're people. Like we, we cut each other in half all the time. Like you know, I see people like I was laughing because we was protesting when um, all the police shootings were going on about the police officers and stuff like that, and we supposed to be protesting. But I was like, man, like I was in the barber shop and the guy walked in and he said, Yeah, man, we need to stand up for our own people. I said, When y'all gonna start marching for my neighborhood, man, three kids got shot like in the last two months. Like, you know what I'm saying? How come y'all ain't like, protesting against Ray Ray for coming around there? like you know what I'm saying? Like y'all just wanna do the popular thing and use your, your speech and your megaphone for that. But like, you know what I'm saying, come to this neighborhood and do something if you really wanna help your black communities, clean up your black communities. Don't find somebody else to be the scapegoat because the you know what I'm saying like, I'm not saying it was right for the police to act that way, but why were the police out there in the first place? Because were people acting like they were supposed to? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just like, you know, when y'all gonna march in my neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Use your tongue to, to, for blessings and, and uplifting and stuff like that. You you have a problem with how kids are nowadays? Say something to them in a positive way. Help, help them and get to know who they are first. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we always want to tell people what to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the lady on? Open Winfrey Network. I on to fix my life. Like you, everybody wants to be that, but you know what I'm saying one thing Jesus very existence as as as, as our Savior speaks volume without Him saying a word, because Him taking you know taking who He is and putting it inside of a human being, or not just like a random guy possessing them, like a, a demon would do. No, he was his own human being, grew from scratch, went through the whole process just so there would be no excuse. Like, that's a lot of patience. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, which one of y'all is really willing to take 30 years to teach a lesson? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, or just 30 years just knowing that, okay, I'm just doing this so I can die in 33 years. Like, I'm going to go through all this. Like, a lot of us, if we could, we would fast forward that just a little bit. Let me get a whole a whole grown, grown, uh, grown person and I'll be them. And then I was going to be sacrificed. No, he 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 was himself sacrificed. Like that was him. Like it wasn't somebody else that he he shortcut with. It. And with that alone, his actions spoke volumes because he cared enough to come. Anything he said after that was gravy because the first thing he did with his actions was to come. And our actions should be more than our words. Um, I, my friend, uh, i just quoting my friend and again. Like uh, he always said that when we was at the gym. Um, you know, minister at all times and when necessary, speak. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that even in the Bible, Job's friends were the best ministers in the Bible till they started talking. And it's like they were sitting there with him while he was in pain and, 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 and his, you know what I'm saying, in his time of loss, they just sat there as friends and were there with him. But then they tried to say, oh, you must have sinned. You had to do something to do this, that, and the third. Like, we keep doing stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything ain't meant for words to fix. Like, if words could fix everything, then, you know what I'm saying, Every, nothing would be broken. Well, everything would be broken because, again, we break things with our words. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think about Black Bolt. Like, well, he does say something, man. It's got to be a reason. Like, you see those, you know, those uh, uh, things as, okay, I have to destroy this with my words. Like, other than that, it's not worth destroying. And that's the same mentality we need to take for ourselves is it worth me saying something or is it, but it's always worth you doing something like you know what I'm saying it's just like so let our actions match one but our actions always match all like that the, the spiritual growth that we want to be so it's just like you know what I'm saying toting the line between saying things that we are aren't supposed to say is not the right thing through two the main thing we need to do is make sure we're not speaking death all the time with our words or, or, or is this giving life or is it taking it away and three, you know what I'm saying don't like, make sure we set our, our, our speech apart for God man because it's like, we, if we keep ourselves clean our tongues clean and to set apart one, our bodies won't get in as much half as much trouble as it is, like James said, we'll be almost perfect and two, if that's the case then we're supposed to give that that holiness to god man like with our praise and whatnot so let's just try to remember those things as we go throughout our conversations um verbally or if we type them or whatever we communicate with so it's just like you know what i'm saying let's just go through those things but um again this has been uh brothers of thunder podcast really appreciate y'all listening man like you know what i'm saying help us get more numbers so we can get to itunes um and uh any apple uh any Apple, I'm not really an Apple person, but you know Ricky is more than I am. But you know what I'm saying, so we can get to to reach more people because we just want to bless other people. Um, also like you know we have a YouTube channel if you want to check us out, Brothers of Thunder podcast. Also check us out on Instagram, Brothers of Thunder podcast, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can you know email us like anything like that. Keep in contact with us. Send us messages, man. Like we really want to talk to y'all about stuff. Um you know, uh, shout out to people that's been listening, you know, more than one podcast, man. Like look, we appreciate it. Shout out to you if it's the first time you heard it. Shout out if you skipping advertisements. And shout out if you just listen for five seconds. Like, you know what I'm saying? We really appreciate y'all listening, man. Um, yeah, we have uh the Scrooge McDuck one me and uh, Rick did recently check that one out. We did the second part to that. Um Rick has the Friday devotionals. I try to usually do these on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, depending on me and my uh five kids. Um, keep me in prayer too, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just keep me in prayer. Like, I don't need anything super uh, specific, but keep me in prayer. I need it. <laughs> so, again, it's been a blessing to talk to y'all. This has been Brothers Thunder Podcast. Y'all have a good day.